Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master, Brian, welcoming you once again to another awesome episode of our Hidden Shrine of TomorrowCon run-through. But before we get started, I thought I'd just kind of ramble on for a few moments, just kind of give you an idea of what it's like to run a session for the hard slingers here. You know, every time I, I start a new uh, campaign or, or adventure path, I always have to, to read as much of the campaign as possible. Usually I'll try to read it from cover to cover and then reintroduce myself to it over and over and over again because I'm not really sure how far the hard slingers are gonna go with their exploration on their, whether or not they'll stay in one place a little longer than another or they'll go past certain clues. And then in which case I, I need to always make sure that I'm kept on my toes and, and am prepared for these guys. And I think that this hidden shrine is is no different. There are times that I thought that they would mire down in one particular area and investigate certain things, in which case they didn't. Or there's other times that I thought that they would overlook or just, okay, that means nothing, and I, I could see it means nothing, and just keep barreling through. Well, this episode that I have for for you in the can right now is an awesome episode, and it's it was prepared right up into the end of it. And I really only had a few things beyond it because I was thinking, well, they're probably not going to stay in this one place too long. And they, they stayed there, but it turned out to be really super cool. I got to reintroduce the swimming rules that I created for our Riders on the Storm campaign when the uh, heroes made it to the Island of the Dam. But I don't want to give anything away. Let's just say this is a pretty fun episode. Really enjoyed it. Um... So, I guess without any further delay, warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents our Hidden Shrine of Tomoakon run-through, Episode 7, The Lord of the Snails. We'll wait for you. We're already recording, but we're going to wait for you anyways. Oh, where'd he go? Get his water? He went into the third tombstone to the left, right back uh -huh. there by the... Uh... By the way, I've noticed the last couple weeks, does someone have a smoke detector that's low on batteries? Like a beep in the background? No, you know I what that is? <clears throat> that's somebody's Discord. I think it's Kusha's Discord. Oh, because he's so fucking popular. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally you'll hear his Discord bing. Oh, it bing. sounds like a chirp, like a smoke detector. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not my house. Junior, is it in your closet that you're sitting in? Nope. Uh, smoke detector's a little above you, man? No, somebody's saying that somebody's smoke detector's going off. I said it, I think uh, it's I your, swear uh, I keep Discord hearing... that keeps banging. I disabled my smoke detector. <laughs> That's one way to fix that problem. Yeah, that's a oh, way to go, El Fuego. It, it kept going <laughs> off. I mean, shit. With a name like, like El Fuego. It must, must be broken. Rip it out. Are we ready? Red eye. Ready. Ready. This is episode seven, by the way. Ooh, lucky seven. Yeah. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master, Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. 
Yeah, as we bring episode seven of our Hidden Shrine of Tomocon run through. When we last left off, you guys went through El Chapo's Tunnel of Love. You guys didn't find anything that you're able to get through on the other side. However, at the other end of this 10 foot wide corridor, you noticed that there were two bronze, heavily oxidized double doors. You guys decided that there was nowhere else to go other than back into the courses of the gods, which had that giant green slime and then eventually back into the, the shell creature. You guys decided to open up these double doors to further your egress through this temple. And I briefly described what you guys saw on the other side. So I'm gonna I'm gonna re-describe it again. As you open up these oxidized double doors, you notice that you are now in a 10 foot wide by 15 foot long foyer. Just inside the doorway are two small alcoves, one against the west side and one against the east side. After you go in about 15 feet, you notice that there are stone steps that descend and lead into a large cavernous room that appears to be filled with water. And you guys were still at the doors. This is what you saw when you opened them. And that's where we will pick it up right now. right now all right uh <laughs> adrian opened the doors right so i didn't open the doors roll the deck safe just kidding oh no flashbacks ah, oh shit fuck go well uh i am not brahm is not very comfortable with this situation another room filled with water considering i am short and weighed down by all my chain mail so I'm going to kind of keep myself toward the back of the party for now. Uh, I'll probably go make his uh, way closer to the door and start kind of poking his head in and take a few steps in. Uh, I don't believe there would be any traps. How far is the, the stairs descending? It's about 15 feet away from you. It's about 10 feet in. You notice that there are two alcoves on either side. Either side, that's where you see the that the walls cut inwards mm -hmm. against the west wall and the east wall. Everything else appears to be just stone all along the place. Again, you see the same kind of mold and mildew everywhere that you've seen before. And this this amber haze that's been prominent throughout the entire dungeon so far still gives off its eerie glow, which has basically been your only source of illumination in this place okay is there anything in the alcoves i'll check uh i don't know which i lost my heading but uh you're northern... entering from the south so as you oh, okay as you well i guess as you enter in through the south you've got one against the east at 10 feet up against the east and 10 feet up against the west you can choose whichever one you want to go towards uh, or i'll check the one in the east okay as you make your way you advanced 10 feet in this foyer you notice that as you look inside it contains an old fountain that's cracked and crusted looks like it's got some old lime that's that's settled in amongst the the rest of the stone that's in there and just like every other place you've seen it it looks that same way as you look inside you this large fountain. It's probably about five feet in diameter. 
and it's just full of slime. Well, no. I don't know. Are you going into the alcove to, to inspect yeah, it? Yeah, I want to inspect it. As you look inside it, you notice that it's cracked and, and completely empty of any fluid whatsoever. Sounds like you need some seal arm. Yeah. Yep. Some flex seal. <laughs> Bam! Today's episode sponsored by Flex Seal. Fix anything. <laughs> uh, is there any um, placards or anything nearby or on the fountain? Any design on it? It looks like a... waves and crustaceous animals are etched into it. Everything from like like crabs and lobster-looking things, snail and other types of. Uh, sluggish looking creatures are kind of etched into it along with people but they look disproportionate like the the crustaceous animals are are larger than the people if that makes sense hmm. so you don't really know if it's a depiction of of actual size to size or if they just made the people so they would fit and the, the other animals larger or not so do do any of these crustaceans uh slightly resemble the uh giant crab that we saw in the main area make an investigation check on that okay. because it's so battered and cracked whoa what happened there hold on tonight rummy i'm trying <laughs> let's see that's pretty decent 16 16 uh you do notice that at least two of these even though the that the stonework has been chipped and cracked do resemble what you saw in the other room. Okay. Um, I think that's all I'll do for right now. Okay. Has anyone else uh, moved towards the center of the hallway? Or is everyone still at the doorway? I was going to, you went to go investigate the. East. East. Eastern side initially. I was going to investigate the, the west. The west side? Yep. Okay. As you enter, you notice that there's another fountain, approximately five feet in diameter. It too is cracked and chipped. Only this appears to be filled partially with some kind of a scummy water. Hmm. You also notice that there's litter and, and other debris that is just all along the floor and packed into the corners. Do I notice any sort of, uh, and I know I'm kind of far away from the other one, uh, similarities between the two fountains, the eastern and the western fountain? As far as design or, or overall yeah, architecture? Like, uh, more more in regards to design, like if they're like depicting different things on them or, or, or something like From that. what you can tell upon looking into this alcove and then looking back over your shoulder, they appear to have the same kinds of designs. Okay. Same thing with crustacean type creatures, snails, slugs, crabs lobsters and people of all different design going up the base all along the the basin you know up the flute part and along the tops and stuff as well where it probably once it sprayed water okay okay um yeah seeing that if i don't notice anything else that catches my eye i'd go towards the center to regroup with el fuego okay make it a, a perception check sure the right dice. That is a 17, actually. 17. As you're looking at the fountain and you turn away to go towards the stone steps, you notice that something glints 
on the water as though it's kind of changing color a little in that that murky scummy water that you was in the fountain oh okay then yeah i'll investigate the water to see if there's something in there or if it's not regular water that's and that's why it's changing color and stuff you actually notice that the, the change of color is is the rippling of the water and the light reflecting from some kind of an object that's actually in the murky water as though it's catching a glint of the water or of some kind of a illumination and that's what you saw that that appeared to be changing color maybe something that was uh reflecting that light in different angles okay i'm gonna try to fish it out with mage hand uh, okay yeah your mage hand goes into this soupy water and pulls out this large amulet made of brass and jade and on the image itself it looks like a snake wrapped around i'm sorry a snail wrapped around this this jade gemstone and at the base of it you see engraved lord of snails on this amulet okay okay yes i'm definitely taking that and i'm gonna bring it to um uh oh way go right Rom, what are you doing back at the door you see the your two comrades have gone in they've each gone into two alcoves and and come back out and, and are kind of talking about something you and kyartan are still at the double doors that led into this foyer i'll meet up with them in the middle of the room where they're at talking see what they found out kyartan yeah same here i saw that uh adrian kind of picked something up from the water i have to go see what it is Okay. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just like pull it out for everyone to see uh, and then uh, kind of look towards uh, El Fuego. Uh, Fuego, did you see anything else in your fountain? Uh, I found this and it talks about some Lord of Snails. Mm. No, there was just a lot of giant snail looking things and crustaceans. I don't know if it was the same one from the other room. I don't know if it's his brother or a relative that maybe some guy with a weird bug collection. Either either way, I, I think we should be careful. The last the last uh, lord or important person we heard about, we ended up fighting uh, inside inside his tomb. <laughs> it's, yeah. I forget, did someone get the bracers from the Big guy that we fought. Adric got them. I, I got them. So I want to compare the Lord of the Snails to. Do you want to compare it to that? I also want to pull out the the bat netless and the face mask. I assume they're all probably uh. similar. So I want to see if it's similar stonework, like if the jades. Okay. The same, like if it was like the same um, uh, artisan that made it all. So, Brom, you whip yours out. Adric, you whip yours out. You guys are comparing sizes. That's right. Um, go ahead and make a, a... I mean, they're obviously different designs. One is of like a... a I think I said a bat face. Yeah, I'm, I'm specifically checking the stonework on the jade to see if I could tell if it was using stone cutting. Okay. See if ahead. I could tell if it was like the same artisan or like if the source material is similar or the same you know okay make that check with advantage uh 
Wow. Uh, that's only 13. I had five on both the dice. Oh. With that, you, you recognize that they're both made of similar stones, but as far as what era they may have been made in, and if it's possible whether or not they were made by the same artisan, you're just not, you're not certain. They do look like they're made from the same stone, but, I mean, one of them's been sitting in murky water for who knows how long. The other one's been resting against some undead body for who knows how long. It's really difficult to tell if they're from the same era. But they're they're both, uh, was it bronze, gold or bronze and copper? Uh, his is bronze and jade, and the other one was, I believe, jade. Oh, that's right. Hmm. I'm sorry, what did I say? Yours was... Uh, well, they're both brass. jade. Did they have the same... Yeah, his, his oh, they is, both have jade. Yeah, his is brass and jade, not bronze and jade. Brass and okay. jade. Hmm. So... And it's the snail it's the, brass and jade, right? Yeah, it's the snail that's brass that, that wraps around it. Yeah. Because it's water. It's going to be around water. Which, luckily, we are a few feet away from. Yeah, you guys are at the top of this, you know, still in the, this foyer, but you can still see this large room before you. And you see that there's these stone steps that lead down still 10 foot wide. Uh, Are there any loose rocks on the ground? No, just a lot of litter, like like old cloth. Um, anything with some weight to it or no? No, like nothing if I like to that. throw it? Yeah, nothing like that. Okay. You got a nice pendant. I mean, that thing that he found also, that amulet, he chucked that fucker in there. <laughs> Now, if I make it out of here alive, that's going straight to the nearest guild. <laughs> Along with my beautiful death mask. <laughs> just as a side note, I just got a text from our boss. <laughs> it's 730. Who the hell is still there? Anyways, moving on. These idiots, these poor saps. Get a life. So what would you like to do? Get a life uh, and play D&D, right? <laughs> get a real life. Get a real life, you nerd. <laughs> uh, hmm. so the water is like really murky, right? We can't like see. Are you going down to investigate the water at the, at the base of the steps or are you just going to the top of the steps and looking down? I was going to go to the top of the steps. That's why I was looking for a stone or something to if I wanted to throw in there, but I don't have anything to throw, I don't think. Well, from the but top of the stairs. The dilapidated uh, fountain. What, do you want to take the whole thing and just like- No, you, you can there. break it apart. Yeah. I don't feel like breaking it apart. Yeah, can we like, be like off of the fountain and try to like, throw that in? It's a mimic. Sure. So you touch it, it just uh, eats Tell you. me what you want to do to it. Tell me how you want to break it or what you want to do. Does anyone have like an equipment that can break something like this? I have a fucking mall. Okay. Well, well, I also have a Dungeoneer's pack, so I had the pinions and stuff in the mall, so. And the hammer. Got some holy water. That might be useful. <laughs> Do you want to try with the hammer to see if you can break off a piece? Yeah, so I'll take, if we're going to break off a piece, I'll take one of the pinions and my hammer 
and um, put it in one of the cracks. Because um, are the cra is it like spider cracked everywhere? Yeah, it's, small it's cracked? Like, cracked. I just want to take off like you know like a softball sized piece. Okay, so you take your maul to this pinion and you crack it down, and you see probably about a three and a half, four and a half inch chunk break off and hit the ground. You see white flakes and, and little pebbles of it also break off. But you see you have this large clot of stone. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take the stone and uh, before I walk back over to the water, I'll do um, just general stone cunning again. I want to see if it is uh, natural stone or is it like a plaster. Okay, go ahead and make your check again with advantage. Well, that's a good one. And it's a uh, 21. 21. It looks as though this thing has been carved from a solid piece of stone. It wasn't manufactured in, out of cement or whatever. It looks as though somebody crafted this fountain out of just a large piece of whatever. Took a lot of man hours or snail hours. <laughs> I'm still working on this. You snailed it. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm going to take this <laughs> chunk of stone and go back over to investigate the water. Is anyone else coming with me? Alfredo yeah. will come along as yeah, well. Carson will join too. Okay, from the top of the steps, you look and you see that the there's five large stone steps that descend down into a large central chamber, which is flooded with brackish water. From where you stand, the water doesn't appear to be too deep because you see the tops of two large bronze braziers and two broken urns that are rising in the center rising above the surface in the center of the room. Uh, you also see that this this room is 65 feet long and 50 feet wide and is defined by two rows of massive square columns, eight in total. The walls appear to be coated with slime and there are silver lines that are approximately two feet wide that just run along the walls and crisscross here and there. Uh, you also see that floating behind the one of the closest columns on the east wall appears to be this this glowing this eerie glowing green splotch on the water and against the far northern wall you see stone steps that lead up to another set of double doors i'm actually going to send you this um this picture of what this room looks like and snail trails man yeah Should i throw the stone at the green glob you try. It's insane. I kind of want to. Hang on a second here. Just get ready to roll. I gotta view all <laughs> Pretty photos. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So you guys should get it any moment. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So we are on this picture, we're on the right side. The right you're on the side. right side. You came through the double doors. You oh see yeah, the, I can see how that's, that one's cracked. Yeah, you see the two fountains and you could see how a lot of the water that 
was coming through from that that one room of the courses of the gods where you guys had all those broken statues and pedestals where you fought the green slime you could see that the water which continued to run down the corridor actually drains off into this large room right here you could see the four uh the eight columns four in the east four in the west you see the the braziers in the center the double doors against the northern wall on that splotchy looking uh eerie greenish glowing spot in the eastern wall who wanted to do what to when and who and how many times uh brom i believe wanted to toss the stone at the green splotch okay so i'm gonna make my way like to the to the edge close to the broken fountain so that i line up with it and okay so tell me where you're gonna be in in this room i need to look at this so so if i'm at, i'm at the east fountain like right in front of that east fountain okay there's a wall there if, if oh, that's so, what you're doing oh, those are those alcoves. are alcoves you actually have to go down the steps and into the room okay well in that case because i don't feel like going down in the water yet i'm just going to uh toss the stone uh as far as i can um where do I want to throw it? I'm going to throw it to the west. So, like, maybe to the west of that brazier in the middle. Okay. Somewhere. Go and make a uh, dex attack, or make a throw with dex. Four. Four. The stone falls short of the brazier itself, somewhere between the second column <clears throat> and, and that brazier. And you, you hear it plop down, boosh, and then that's it. It doesn't go any further than that. Did I notice the slime move at all? No, it remained where it was at. Mm. Can I try to use Mage Hand to kind of like put the hand like towards that green stuff? See sure. If it reacts to it. Okay. Tickle it. Yeah. So. Are you guys still at the top of the stairs or have you guys gone down? Because can you see it from the top of the stairs right there? I'd say towards the bottom. I'm as far down and like on the last step. I'm probably on the last step. Yeah, I'm still at the top. Okay. I'll so Brom, you're at the bottom. Elfway yeah. you're at the top. Do I need a move for Kyorkton to come down there? No, it's wide enough. It's ten feet wide. Okay. It only narrows to the, to denote where the top and the and the base of the stairs is at. That's gotcha. who drew the map. So, all right. So then, yeah, we're me and Kyrton are standing at the base. El Fuego's at the top. Adrix just hanging in the back. Gone. He's just chilling. Hanging okay. Wait to see what happens to you guys. Kyrton, tell me what you want to do. I'd like to cast Mage Hand and try to kind of like first kind of like skim the top of the water, see if anywhere to react to that, maybe kind of sick the hand, like a few inches deeper to see if like if I actually like feel anything okay uh, the hand goes below the surface of the water it you really you can't tell the texture of it but you know that your mage hand has submerged as far as it's more than a few inches deep uh, from what you can also tell uh, that eerie uh, greenish hue over there hasn't 
move, doesn't do anything. It's just still there on top of the floor, on top of the surface of the water over there. Okay. Uh, I guess in that case, I'm just gonna say fuck it and just start to walk towards that green aura. I like it. <laughs> okay. As you enter the water from the stone steps, you sink down probably about 22 inches and then your your feet actually touch a base and you realize that, that the room is just flooded from what you can tell. So you go in about, I'm imagining 10 feet where you can clear the first two pillars on the east and west side yeah. at the beginning. So now you have three pillars ahead of you on the left and three pillars ahead on the right. So now you can actually see this thing and it appears to be close to the to the wall on that side. So from the middle of the room, I'm gonna imagine you're 15 feet in because that'll put you in the clear square in front of that pillar. Yeah. So tell me what you would like to do. Am I able to, to, to like see what it was actually causing this aura or is it still uh, submerged? You really can't tell because of the nature of the water being brackish like it is. It's really hard to see through it. Okay. Fuck it, I'm just gonna keep walking towards it. <laughs> You're gonna walk towards it? <laughs> uh, Braun will follow, but I'm a lot slower, so I only move 10 feet in. Okay. Elfo makes his way down to the bottom of the stairs. As you move closer towards it, and you can imagine this is this is difficult terrain and you're slugging through. All of a sudden, you drop down below the surface and you realize that the edge has ended as you begin to plummet down twelve feet in water. You also see as you're as you're gurgling downwards that this greenish slime appendage pulls its way back and actually moves past you and you you feel like you're in some kind of a moat of water between the far east wall and whatever the central portion of this room was so what we're going to do is anybody remember the swimming rules i don't think uh, I, I do i didn't bring i didn't bring my floaties i have them right here so what kind of armor are you wearing Can't imagine much. I don't think I'm. I don't think I have any armor, actually. Yeah, you're a sorcerer, Just, right? I'd be surprised. Yeah. You're not Irwin. <laughs> oh, naked. Well, he wears more. even less. He's <laughs> yeah, it's just a loincloth. And the grief that keeps so the water. So, what is it called? It's called light armor or no armor. I don't think I have any armor. I think it's no armor. What's your AC? Twelve. Yeah, no armor. armor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I need for you to make an athletics check. Athletics. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. As you as you bob down in this water, you you bring yourself back up to the surface. Brom, you see your friend having just plummeted into the water, pop back up to the surface. He's like. I don't know. It just, something just went by me in this thing, you know, but you see him bobbing on the surface within this, this 10 feet span between where you are and the far wall on the east side. What are you going to do, Brom? Um, well, that's not fucking good. Especially since Brom is wearing chain mail. 
and is a dwarf, so I'm already probably at beard height in the water. Um, I see Kjartan's okay. Um, can I, I can't see the floor, can I, at all? No, can you I can't. See the floor? No, you can't see the floor. Not the floor of what you're standing on, or even where it seemed to disappear on Kjartan when he just suddenly walked out into into the void. Can I use my maul as a... Um, Weapon? You bet. Hit him. No. Whack a mole. Uh, uh, what's it called? Like a probing thing or like a walking stick? No, yeah. You oh, like a like a pole to see how far you can go, you mean? Or what do you want to do? Or to yeah, try so to I'm going to... I see he went stick. down, but I'm going to make my way toward the brazier. So I'm just, I'm not going to go the way Kjartan went. Okay. So I can see the brazier above the water, so I'm going to assume that it doesn't drop off there. But I want to um, only move five feet at a time and use my maul, since it's two-handed weapon, it's pretty long. Try and use that to, like a blind guy, pretty much. Let's okay, to probe. Like, like stick, you want to probe, you know I mean. yeah. like what they used to do with the 10-foot poles back in the old days when they would probe yeah. the dungeons. Okay, that's fine. Kjartan, for the sake of reference, you are now taking the place of where that green blotch was on the map. So consider yourself like, like on the surface of the water at that point. Brom, you go about another 10 feet. You're still about five feet away from the the brazier as you're doing your inspection adric what would you like to do you you just saw from i'm assuming you're at the middle of the step yeah. middle steps and you yeah, just see charton go to the east and disappear you see brahm look at him eh, what the fuck? start moving <laughs> towards the brazier you and el fuego are still on the steps what would you like to do adric did anyone actually go towards the green so i thought Charton was going there but you said he would disappear to the east yeah he did you yeah. saw you you saw him go to the east and disappear under the water line at the same time whatever that was that was floating pulled down under the water and, and whizzed past him you didn't see that you just noticed that the green glow kind of dissipated in the room rather quick yeah um i'm kind of interested in what's at the center uh let's see i'm trying to think if there's a good way to get to that but uh because there's everyone else, I mean, everyone else is on the way there, and they're like, clearly one of us has uh, disappeared. That's not a great sign. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, like, walk on water or anything. I don't have any Jesus spells. Um, hey, Jesus juice. Bottom for Kjartans. <laughs> well, at least you know so far the way I've gone is safe. Yeah, I will, I guess I'll try and follow behind, um, from for as far as I can, and then if he starts to deviate away from the center, at that point I'll just keep going towards the center and I'll try to trek it on my own. Okay, so you managed to go down the rest of the steps and catch up behind where Brom was at. El Fuego. Okay. El Fuego, seeing that Kjartan disappears, he wants to uh, follow the line that's going behind Brom to find hopefully safe passes passage and if Brom drops then he knows to deviate from that area and uh, also like a fucking stone yeah and then also since everyone's 
nearby and still within 30 feet, I would like to cast Bless on my three party members. You sure want to waste it on Kjartan? It doesn't look like anybody else cares about him right now. What's going well, on? I saw him pop back up and he's doggy paddling. He's fine. Okay. He All right, might, so you... He might drop again. Who knows? Or one of us might drop again. So you cast Bless on the other three. Correct. Kjartan, you see... Brom, look at you, turn away, walk away, start heading towards the center of the room. Adric, follow him. I just give him a thumbs up. How about that? Don't make it sound you, so cool. All right, look at him. Like, oh, shit. I Fuego, he kind of looks at you. He says, I owe you a bless if you survive this, and he just keeps walking. So what would you like to do, Kjartan? The elder dragon might not know how to swim. <laughs> I like, I like to try to wade myself back towards uh, the west, see if I can try to, like, to get the, the ledge or... Like, okay. Right. As you make your swim in your way back, you go about another four feet and you actually find the ledge. Uh, you could feel it with your feet as you're kicking and you pull yourself up, I'm imagining. Go ahead and make an athletics check to do that. Get a D4 on that as well. Add a D4? Add a D4. What's bless? Is it... Just I could time? I could send uh no it says you bless up to three like minutes. yeah within up to a minute so oh we got DM say when our minutes probably over okay, okay. I got eleven I'll leave that to your discretion. eleven your as your feet try to grab the edge of this ledge uh, they continue to slip off as though whatever uh, whatever's been coating this this foundation is preventing you for your feet from finding a, a decent purchase on this thing. Okay. Brom, make a perception check. 19. 19. You notice that the water to the west side against the wall has started to ripple Well, I see the water rippling. That's not good. And as I see that, I hear splashing behind me to turn around to see Kjartan um, desperately trying to get back up on the ledge. And um, is he near El Fuego since he was last by any chance? El Fuego is probably about 15 feet away from Kjartan. Um, you can do it, buddy. Actually, he's probably further than that. He's probably about 20 feet. Sorry. Yeah. You can still do it, buddy. <laughs> Follow the sound of my voice. <laughs> Swim. Adric. Um, so is, so is Brom, like, stop moving towards the center, or, or, or are you still going towards the center right now? Oh, you know, I didn't even ask. What, what were you doing, Brom? Were you still just going towards the center of the brazier? Yeah, so... Um, I just kept moving toward the center brazier. Okay. Yep. There's your answer, Adric. All right. I'm going to keep following him. I'm going to let him figure out what's going on. El Fuego? Oh. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so you mute yourself. I was trying to get copper out. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I'll try to advance and start heading towards more of the center. Uh, hugging along the other brazier that's there so it would be 
We're heading to the There's east, a brazier right? and two broken urns. The broken urns are on the other side, towards the north side. So where, where is it you want to be? Uh, towards the second brazier. We were following along the east side, correct? Away from uh, where Kjartan's at? Kjartan is on the east side. Oh, he's on the east side? Okay, so on the west side. Okay. So I'm trying to make it towards the center, but I'm using the, the braziers as good foundation. Okay. Or hoping that's good foundation. And then okay. it's not difficult, right? So I could probably make it up to... No, it is difficult terrain. It is? Okay. So yeah, I'll it's make about it... 22 inches deep of water that you guys are sloshing through. So I have 30, so I'll make it 15. So that'll probably put me towards the center of the second brazier. Okay. I'm still afloat. You're still afloat. <laughs> okay. As you guys are moving along, you guys ignore Kjartan. Did you need to take care of Copper? You okay? No, he's fine. He chilled out. Okay. Ignoring Kjartan, you guys are still making your way. El Fuego, you made it to the second urn against the west wall. Adric, you're still behind Brom. You see that the water is not just rippling, but it's actually tumultuous. And you see this large green body burst out of it and cling to the wall. And it it defies logic. If we were playing Delta Green, which we should be doing, you would all be making a sanity check at this point. This looks like a giant slug or a snail without a shell. As it adheres to the wall, you see it starts to leave this silvery line behind it and you hear it say i am the lord of snails bow before tokuzitekatul cousin to the moon he does my bidding bow before me and let's roll for initiative and see where they we go with the lord this of the snails too yeah <laughs> Lord of the Flies can be the next one. By the way, one. El Fuego, your name says El Fuggo. Does it? Oh. <laughs> El Fuggo today. El Fuggo. <laughs> Adric. Whoopsies. I got a natural 20. Woo. Hard 20. The hard 20. Kjartan. 10. Brom. 16. El Fuego. Uh, hold on, let me see. What did I roll? I rolled something shitty. Ten. Just keep... <laughs> well, who no. has our... Nine? Nine? I rolled a ten. Okay, who has a higher dex? You or Kyarta? Okay. Uh, I got negative one. <laughs> I probably have a higher dex then. <laughs> let me see. Dex... You have a positive. Yeah. Or equal. I have a positive, yeah. Okay. So, Adric, you see this this large, just gross-looking slug creature burst out of the water and stick against the west wall, tell you that he is Tekuzitekatul, Lord of the Snails, cousin to the moon, who does his bidding. What are you going to do, Adric? I wish I had some salt so I could throw it at him, but... Uh... <laughs> Lord of Snails, we're all the That is my name. Taken. I am the Lord of the Snails. Uh, Bow before me now. Uh, how about I do this instead? And then I fire off 
Eldritch Blasts as I move oh. towards them. Wow. So far, I have two Eldritch Blasts. Uh, let's see. First one is 19 on the die. That will hopefully hit. Okay. The other one. Yeah. The other one is going to be kind of uh, 15. Does that hit? That does not hit. All right. Okay. Give the me... only one will hit. Um, and that does eight points of force damage. All right. It remains fixed to the wall. Brom, you too have seen this thing burst from the water. Bow before me, I say. Do it now. Leave leave the floating one for my appetite. And I'll give you all free passage. <laughs> wait, wait. We, we may want to consider this. <laughs> I, don't, I think Brom can, can kneel because if he kneels, he's underwater. Yeah, if I kneel, I'm going to start drowning. <laughs> no excuses to the Lord of the Snails. Um, so, Lord of the Snails, he's on the west side, correct? West side, that's correct. Um, and El Fuego made his way to the west. He is, he's really close. So I'm going to follow the path he took and stand in an adjacent square. Can you tell me what square that is? in reference to the picture? Because I'm going to say that he's in the square that's right next to the western urn. Well, I thought I was at the second uh, brazier. That is a, well, that's a, an that's urn. That's the urn. Oh. There's a brazier and two urns. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming you're standing next to the second urn. That's, yeah. That's further to the north. Okay. So he's in that particular square. What square would you like to be in? The one behind him. Okay. And then how far away is the snail from me? Imagine he is taking up the three squares against the west wall between those two pillars. Okay, I am going to uh, throw a hand axe at him. That is a 12 to hit. So you throw this and it bounces off of its rubbery hide and plummets into the water. I'm gonna say, is my minute over yet or no? No, we're still trucking along. You're still doing good. Okay. Adric, where are you occupying us? What square are you occupying at this point? So I was previously behind Brom. So wherever we said he was, I was um, I was basically one square behind that, but I was okay. moving towards him. So let's just say 15 feet closer to him than I was before. Okay. So it actually moves south 10 feet so it can see you. And it sprays out this gout of liquid. And I need for you to make a dex save. Okay. You are so blessed, my amigo. Uh, R20. Yeah, oh, oh, R20. Yeah. That's two. Okay. So we got five. So you take three points as this, this liquid barely hits you and starts to sear into you slightly. Talk about a crappy roll. 
two ones, a two, and a three. Whew. Total garbage. Should have. Oh, I should have upped it. I should have upped it. <laughs> but I'm not going to. Then it looks at. It's got two other opponents: El Fuego and Braum. One, two, three for El Fuego. He attacks you, El Fuego, as you see this pseudopod pulse out from its side with an 18. 18 will hit. For 10 points of bludgeoning damage Oof. as you take this pulse right in the chest. El Fuego, what are you going to do? You just got beat by this thing. You just saw it oh. squirt some crazy shit at your buddy Adric. I'm sure he's probably had a long night thinking about it. <clears throat> what would you like to do? That's you, El Fuego. Oh, sorry. I didn't know who you were talking <laughs> to. Okay. It's still what? you, man. I was looking at something else real quick. Okay, so I'm close enough to the urns to see them. Can I make an investigation of the urns? Uh, I want to see if they're similar to the other urns we saw at the Papalocas uh, area. Good job. Okay. I'll tell you what. Can you tell me the full name of that guy? Uh, Papalocas Tomocas. Nah. Well, uh, sorry. Like that. that was close. What was it? Tolocas Papalocas. Ah, Tolocas Papalocas. I was saying that the other day. <laughs> all day long at work, <laughs> he kept saying long. that all day long. Papalocas. <laughs> oh, okay, man. make your investigation check. All right, here we go. Oh, that is freaking horrible. That is a five. Five. You can't tell it if they look like the other ones or not. Certainly not with the chaos that's that's ensuing around you. Okay, and the snail's still on the wall where He's I can still see him, correct? Mm -hmm. All right, yep. perfect. I would like to cast Guided Bolt at him. Okay. And horribly miss with an eight. That will terribly miss. Damn it. And that's all I got. Kjartan, now you're still fumbling around in this in this water. I need for you to make another athletics check. Okay. Just to stay above the water. That is a 16. 16? Okay, you're still above the water. Did you still want to try to get out? Instead of trying to grab onto the ledge, can I just like kind of go to the top and just kind of swim my way towards where I came from? Sure. Yeah. Doggy paddle your way in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you make like an athletics check or something? Or? Uh, no. We'll make the, the swim to stay above the water be part of that. Okay. So your next turn, you'll be back in the action again. Okay. Adric. So is is he on the quote unquote ground or is he still on like the walls and stuff? He's on the wall. He hasn't come down to the ground yet. Okay, then I will hold my ground for now and then fire off Tumor Eldritch Blast. Okay. I'm waiting for the opportunity to get into melee with him. Okay. Uh, one's a three on the dice, that one's gonna fucking miss for sure. Uh the 16 hit? No. All right. Two misses. Brom. Would you like to donate another axe? I would not. <laughs> um, so I am going to... Because uh, how big is this slug? 
Like 10 feet long? No, it, it's huge. It's probably like 22 feet long, maybe, I don't know, um, 12 feet in diameter and tapering at the ends. Okay, so I'm definitely not going to approach him because he's on the wall. I'm going to make my way around El Fuego to investigate the other urn. Okay. Go ahead and make your check. Yeah, bro. I'm checking to see if there's salts in there. Has it been a minute yet? <laughs> no, not yet. How salty are the D&D rations? Salty <laughs> enough to toss at them? <laughs> They're like little salt packets, like when you get in like restaurants. <laughs> well, I figure like, you know, in older days, you just like, fucking coat that shit in salt. So it that's the only way you can preserve it. You get like rock salts, you know, like fucking <laughs> rocks. That is a 17 on my investigation. 17. These urns do not look the same as the ones that were in the uh, the adjacent room to the tomb of Tolokas Popolokas. And um, are they broken or intact? Uh, they're cracked. They don't have a lid on. They've, they've been cracked probably for some time. Okay. Um... There's no lid on it. Can I just reach my hand in there? Sure. Okay, you reach just, my hand in there and fish just around. Feel water. Probably the same kind of water that is in the room about you. All right. So then uh, that's all I got. So I pretty much used all my movement. So. Okay. I will sizzle your skin off your bones. Give me a sacrifice. And at that, he drops down into the water and disappears. Oh, shit. Hmm. Not so my guess is on either side of the pillars is a huge drop off. Yeah. El Fuego. Um, is that a platform I can stand on by the urns in the center of the room? That's the brazier. That's the brazier. That's the brazier? Yeah, it's probably about three feet above the water. Uh, I can't get up on that thing. You can if you want to. Uh, are the walls slimy on it? It has got some some moldish colored discoloration to it. So you would have to make an athletics check just because of the way how it angles up. There's nothing like to put your feet on. You would have to be all upper body there, fuego. All right, I'll try. I'm little, but I'm humble. Let's see if I can make it up. You want me to roll an athletics? You're little? You're a tiefling. I thought, well, I thought it was little. <laughs> All right, athletics. All right, little guy. Little guy. All right. To get up there, let's see. Bump, bump. 16? 16. Okay, you managed to pull yourself up with your upper body. Get on in this divot of a bowl. As you look about you, you see that there is a skeleton of of some kind of a humanoid creature that is in this brazier. Ah, oh, shit, I ended up, ended up in the execution <laughs> platform. You got your sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be leaving um, now. Okay, while I'm up there, can I uh, make an investigation to see if I could see where the Lord of the Snails went? Sure, go ahead. Jesus. 
do this. No, it is Tecutsu Tecatul. You're a Tecutsu Tecato. You've seen that all day tomorrow, won't you? If I remember it. That <laughs> is, ah, that's horrible. Uh, four, to see where he's at. You have no idea. You're barely looking over the lid of this this brazier. You got this skeleton behind you. You're totally frazzled at this point. Kjartan, you've managed to doggy paddle back over to where you first started inspecting, so you know that now your knees are scraping along a decent foundation. Okay, um, I'd like to stand up, and then um, since I can't see that slug thing anymore, I'd like to make my way towards the center, towards the rest of the group. Okay. Sorry, I gotta look at my map here. Okay, so that takes up your, your movement. Is there anything else you would like to do at that time? Uh, not on the moment. I'd probably just like ready my action. Okay. Adric. Hmm. Yeah, I can't see, can't see him right now. I will. I'll move towards the center, um, and then I will ready myself for when he appears. Uh, okay. To fire off an Eldritch Blast or two. You see him burst out of the water to the north, right in the area in front of the steps that lead to the other set of double doors. Clings to the ceiling and says, I will scratch my itches with your bones. As you see, now I was checking to see something else. So he's got four targets in front of him. First target will be Let me use a different one. Use a D4 here. Adric, as you see another one of those pseudopods come out towards you and miss you, the second pseudopod goes after El Fuego. Let's get a different die here. And I believe that 13 will miss you also. It will miss. Okay. So you see these two things come out, like just punches coming out out of this body of this thing from the ceiling, reel back up. Give me what I ask for. Give me the little one. It won't call it even, I'll let you pass. I know that's where you want to go. El Fuego, what are you gonna do? Uh, if he's still on the ceiling, I would like to... Uh, do, do, do. Who had, I'm sorry, hold on a second. Who had a ready action, by the way? Two uh, people did. Adric. Adric. And oh, yeah, I, I was gonna fire Eldritch Blast. Okay, go ahead and fire your Eldritch, Eldritch. Yeah. Eldritch Blast. Um, all right. I keep going one higher. The 17 hit. That will hit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then let me just roll for the second one. I haven't rolled for that yet. That one's going to fucking miss. No one cares. Uh, the six points of force damage. Okay. Kjartan, what were you going to do as soon as he burst through the water? Uh, I was going to cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Freeze that puppet. Uh, that is 18. 18 hits. 2d8. For eight points of damage. Alrighty. And his movement slowed. Okay, El Fuego, sorry, back to you. What were you That's gonna fine. do? Uh, make a deck save. One. One. Perfect. <laughs> you womp, are womp. gonna take 14. 
Seven points of radiant damage. Seven, okay. What'd you cast? Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame. That's the doctor's favorite weapon. Kjartan, your turn. What are you going to do, babe? Another turn. All right. Um, I'm just going to stay where I'm at right now and just fire another Ray of Frost at him. See if he catches him off guard. Okay. It's a hard 20. Yeah, hard 20. Yeah. So it's max. Max right. damage. Yeah. I'm going to back it up. What is it? 13. Oh. Miss. So just max damage. Max, it'll be 16 points of damage. On Ray of Frost? Yeah. 2d8. 2d8. Woo, damn. Yeah. I've been forgetting to up Ray of Frost on Talos. That doesn't matter. <laughs> for a while. At this point, El Fuego, your bless has worn off. Oh. Adric. I feel like somebody pulled a couple quarters out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? He's so far away still, man. I just got to keep firing Odor's Blast. Until he, until he gets closer. Uh, that one's going to miss. Two misses. Oh, crap. Brom. Uh, I am going to stay where I'm at in front of that eastern... Um, earn and I am going to ready my actions. Okay. Got my mall out. Got my baseball stance. On the ceiling, he has four targets. Adric, I need for you to make that deck save again. Oh. Don't be like that. Oh, well, it's okay. I got, a, uh, I got a 20. I got a flaccid 20 this time. Oh, okay. So you're still going to take half this. Take seven points of acid damage. And now he still has four targets. Again, El Fuego, as he All attacks right. you with another one of these pseudopods for 20, that's going to hit. Oh, fuck. Jesus. That will hit. For eight points of damage. All right. El Fuego, now you've been battered around by this this slug. All right, I am As he strikes you, he says, I will use your reproductive organs to season your bodies as I devour them. Give me what I ask, please. I'm hungry. I don't know if I'm going to be... I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. I'm the Lord of the Snells, cousin to the moon. He does my bidding. I have a feeling that I have an action and I have something else for you. Um, This doesn't have to go on. Give me what I ask for. You're already in the sacrificial urn. (laughs) Hellish Rebute, is that a bonus action? It's a reaction. It's a reaction. It's a reaction to someone that know, damages me. Yeah, but it, it could have been used right now. So, okay. So, yeah, I want to. Coincidentally, it's my turn. Uh, but you'll get to, two turns because you'll you'll get to use use that. Perfect. So I would like to point a finger at him, and you're gonna pay for that. So go ahead and roll a deck save for me. 
It was on a 20 and it landed on a two. All right, perfect. So you are going to take, pull that up. That is 15 points of fire damage. Every time your cleric uses Hellish Rebuke, you have to be worried about where they stand. Do you? I don't know, you're a cleric, a man of God, and you're using Hellish Rebuke. Well, I'm also a tiefling. Yeah, well, yeah, fair. There are no gods in this temple. <laughs> right. Only There's lords. just lords, yeah, I was about to say, only lords. Only lords of snails. That's right, and I'm also making another Dex save for me. I'm moving the dice tray up to me. All Fuck. right, you move it wherever you need to. Well, I obviously must have moved it in the wrong spot because it failed. You moosed it. Fail. Fail. Eight. You are going to take nine points of radiant damage. From what? Uh, from Sacred Flame. That was my... Uh, Hellish Rebuke was my reaction to taking damage from you, and... No, I just want to know what the nine was from. That's all. Oh. <laughs> okay. Kjartan. Um, I'd actually oh. like to try to cast Shatter against the Slug. Okay. So go ahead and make a con save. I love Shatter. <laughs> Shitter. <laughs> 18. Okay, that passes. Okay. That's my new guy. That's what I'm going to use. <laughs> Adric. Uh, he takes half damage from Shatter. Yeah, half damage. Okay, that's Adric's turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Carton. <laughs> he yells at it from the bottom. <laughs> Look at the wood burning. What Eight is points of damage. Eight? Yes. Okay. Take it. Adrian, Adric, is there any other useful information you'd like to give? Maybe the uh, monster, perhaps? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to hold my action to... Uh, if a pseudopod gets close to any of us, I want to attack it with my sight. It's like trying to like, cut it before it gets to us. Okay. Wrong. I'm still doing the same thing, uh, similar to Adric. If one of those pseudopods comes at me, or um, if I can hit it, if it goes by, I'll give it a shot. Okay. He looks at all of you and says, your situation is hopeless, of course. How about you just give me one sacrifice in a hour? I'll even age you. I'll bridge you across the span. The Who span? speaks for your group? What span? Well, the span that your wizardorious friend over there just fell into. You honestly don't think that it doesn't encompass this entire room, do you? Bring forth one who speaks on behalf of your party. Who will parlay with me? Make haste. Does anyone have con or uh, charisma? Uh, we I have two people with charisma. We have a warlock and a sorcerer. 
I'm prepared to grant you unmolested passage, but this offer has an expiration date. Please step forward and parlay with me. Go for it, Captain. Yeah, all right, I'll step out. You, were you the one who threw something at my body in, in the space? I just try to tickle you. You didn't, you didn't feel that? Enough of you. Who speaks for your group? You? <laughs> <laughs> you send forth this folly, this jester. I am prepared to advocate unmolested passage. And you send forth your lowest individual wearing a dress. Who speaks for the group? You, dwarf. You look old and seasoned. Come forth. Talk to me. Watch out. The last time he said seasoned, he was talking about people's genitals, man. <laughs> I, can, I can speak from where I'm at. What about you, Red? Get down out of the sacrificial urn. Come forth and talk to me. I don't negotiate with terrorists. You burst into my home. Create havoc. Try to assassinate me where I sleep. Where I could have just let us pass. Definitely. There was no assassination attempt. We were just trying to seek. You were just trying to kill me in my own home, in my own dwelling. We were trying to cross. You threw stones. He who throws the first stone. I don't know where I heard that. That was on one of the urns outside. This this isn't a a glass urn that you live in. We were. (laughs) just trying to safely cross by. We were just investigating to see what that tint, glowish tint was in the water that to make was sure my it was anus. <laughs> well then, you tried to shove a tried to take a, You tried no. to shove a stone up my anus. Actually, it was, it was a hand. Ooh. A mage hand to be exact. Shaka hand. To be fair, the rock made it nowhere near you. It was all the mage's hand. Enough of this. It was that guy. Look, leave me one. I will grant you safe passage across the channel. I might even have some insightful information that could be useful. Is there anything else you would be willing to barter? What more would you like from me? Just be a friendly neighbor slug. You know how long I have been here. If you're looking for a companion, I I know a great crustacean just a few big rooms down. Few doors down. Oh yes, I was here when he was but a wee thing. And I advised him to no longer bother the Lord of the Snails. And since then he has never returned down this passageway again. He has respect for the elder, me. You should have told us that. We had no idea. Yeah. Well, that was many, many years ago. Or maybe he wanted us to kill you. Oh, don't say that. We had a good thing going for many years. (laughs) I'd hate to think of betrayal on his half as well. Great neighbors. He stayed on his side, I stayed on mine. So what will it be? Leave behind someone? No? Yes? I'm afraid leaving someone behind is non-negotiable. 
well, perhaps we could journey together, perhaps. If you like, uh, we can make it all the way to the other clearing to the north. Wait, is it the north or the east? Yeah, it was the north. <laughs> we came from the south, so I just want to make sure. Oh, you're from the south, huh? <laughs> Whistle Dixie for me, tough guy. <laughs> they don't do that in New America anymore. Very well. So there's there's no hard feelings anymore. We we're good. I believe if you allow us to safe passage, then no hard feelings. Well, then okay. You see him slither down along the ceiling, along the along the northern wall, and. He fixes himself at the stone steps to the north, and he slowly extends his body about 15 feet to where, just at the, right before those two broken urns are, and he says, very well, you can use my body then. Otherwise, the gap is much too great. All right, um, I'll make my way down and try to be the first one to cross. Okay. That's uh, Do I make it across? Uh, well, you got to make a deck save. On All, right. All right. Let's see. Do, do, do. Oh, no. Oh, no. Seven. Seven. Oh, no. As oh, you're no. going across his back, it's just so slick that you can't help but slide off. And you slide off, just bloop, boom, right into the chasm. Slip and slide. Slip and slide. And he says, well, I guess that was a simple decision. Who's next? Hurry, please. <laughs> we still got well, I was next. Group. I was next to Alfredo, so I'll go second. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Whoop! You slip and fall into the moat as well. This is going to be a fruitful excursion after all. <laughs> Next. I guess I'll go. Eleven. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Half-Elf? I cast gaseous form and I go to the other side of the chasm <laughs> and then through the cracks in the door. From the bottom of this chasm, 12 feet down, the three of you look up and you see this through this, this murky water, just this cloud pass by overhead right next to this large slug body. The slug body recoils across and begins to go up the staircase with you, Adric, and says, Well, what would you like to do next session? <laughs> you have any flotation devices? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, oh, God. Well. Oh, that's still the family intro for me. <laughs> <laughs> One man, 
Adric. <laughs> At least one of us made it. Yeah, I guess so. But we still have the swim rules that we could we'll work with to see if you guys make it back up. Um, probably the first. Mail. Probably the only person that would be helpful to you would be the actual guy that you refused to help. <laughs> Oh, we're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I am so dead. We'll All right, guys. All, All right. right. Have a good one. Have guys. a good night. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard20podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.